0: keeping the same distance away so if you want to move just right just move it around with you all so,
1: right sounds good
0: you're i believe episode 53 of the life unraveled series danielle Hasnick. all right we're recording so okay. it's really it's so funny everybody has misconceptions like bobby was everybody i talked to like after the podcast look at that mic coming out a little bit weird Uh-oh. hold on just notice that okay. okay we're good uh but everybody like is like Oh my, like even like What do I have to talk about? And I'm like, uh, how about running like the most successful small business in town? Like you could talk about that, but everybody like doesn't matter who, uh, who they are, what they have going on. They're like, I'm, I'm an imposter. I could never be on a podcast, but I don't ask uninteresting people to come on a podcast either. Sure. But honestly, like. I don't think there maybe are. I, I could learn something from anybody. There aren't a ton of interesting people. Like, mm-hmm. I, I actually like, I think, like, every podcast, I like, sit down with this head, or this mind, this PhD. I'm like, yeah, I want to talk to normal people, too, that are just like.
1: Right, right. People uh, that are just everyday people.
0: Because that's all we are.
1: That is all we are.
0: And then there's a whole sect of people that pretend they have it all figured out.
1: Absolutely. And there's a whole sect of people who think they know everything and can't learn anything. And those are the kind of people that drive me crazy.
0: I've just been trying to read more and do all sorts of activities to get me not uh, I don't know. It, it, you just have to—you have to force yourself to keep learning. I felt like I would hit this phase even as an adult where I was like, I just wasn't, and I got back, and when I started teaching, that's when I really got back into like rapid learning every day. It's
1: absolutely, awesome. and see, that's um, so that's one of the things I actually love about this job is that I'm learning something new pretty much every day. Is
0: work different every time you go in?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That, do you it like is. that? I love it. I love it.
0: I do too. I, I, um, that's what I liked about like the the difference in contrast, to, like the historian job as entrepreneur like that's that's a big transition like even though it's a a low yeah. key not as many hours a week as, as maybe you or, or a full time person works but it's like it's the the structure the right. difference it's so weird
1: yeah yeah that's something that I think I would always have to have in a job to actually be happy is to keep learning and I think that's part of the reason that I also love teaching and I are you oh. still adjuncting um, not right now. I adjuncted a class at Tech last semester. Mm-hmm. The, it was actually an interdisciplinary class. So it was right in line with my job. So yeah. I had—I actually had like four political science students. Um, but I also had criminal justice, uh, mm. geography, wildlife and fishery. We don't even
0: offer a criminal justice class right now. Or geography, or yeah. psychology. Or not psychology, um, philosophy. Right. And i was just like, oh. Did you apply, because we just heard about two English people. Did you apply for that or no? You already had your other job. Would you have been interested if timing would have worked out?
1: If timing would have worked out differently, yes. Although, although I'm kind of glad I, I'm just happy I am where I am. You know, I have the support of people in the community and I have the support of like our board of directors and everything. And, you know, they're pretty much like, when I got this job, they were like, you don't have to just do what everybody before you did. Make it your own. And so I'm having a blast with that.
0: How is, this, how is this set up? like how how does this all work? How does the nonprofit work in terms of paying you salary and all that? Like if you don't mind me asking.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I'm not really sure how to answer that.
0: Well, okay, so that's like it. you have a board because, like, right. I mean, like we with our five, is oh, it is it a five hundred one c three? Okay, yes. so with ours, like, we just never pay anybody. Right. We have a lot of money. Yeah. We spend it on boxing memberships for st- yep. in- equipment, but and we get donations every year from like nice patrons. But man, like, uh, would we'll you write grants? Yes. Have you had any grants other than the one you were recently promoting for the concert?
1: Um, yes. Yeah, so we got a grant. For, actually, I can think of three. We we get a lot of support from the state. So Main Street is like a national movement, a national program. So there is a national Main Street, and then there's Main Street, Arkansas. And then under that, there's you know other programs. So not every town or city is a Main Street town or city.
0: Hmm. You have I didn't to know that it was an, a... Brand or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating.
1: Yeah, it really is. So it's
0: like federal, state, and local, basically.
1: Basically, basically. Uh-huh. And, you know, there's certain things we have to do to be accredited. And there's, like, you know, we get training. And it's um, it's interesting because everybody is so different. Like, what works for us isn't necessarily going to work in, like, Siloam Springs or Fort Smith or, you know, it's like. So it's interesting the kind of things that you learn because there's sort of, like, I don't know. It's like a baseline. It's like a guideline. And then you have to take it and make it work for you.
0: Do you think that, uh, well, what's the approach or do you, do you just kind of like, look at what a lot of other people are doing and be Like I like that word. What do you think? Or how, how do you get ideas? Sometimes,
1: that? sometimes. Yes. Um, you know, I do a lot of the things that we have done in the past. I'm coming right up on being there for one year. And so, um, you wow, know, I
0: didn't it was, think it'd been that long. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. And so, part of this year was like just don't drown just keep my head above water
0: <laughs> what kind of hours are you working oh just like a nine to five or type of a pretty deal
1: much pretty much i mean there's um a lot of times when i have to be there in the evening
0: community events or just mm-hmm. meetings yeah. and yep. stuff
1: Oh, uh, mostly community events sometimes meetings
0: so are you kind of overseer of like this that stage and that area and yep. everything like all of that the depot i once did right. an armbar on that man out there statue
1: oh and the conductor yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah. fine armbar right
1: okay well you want to know what's really funny is um so i i feel like um you know me you've known me for for a while right like i'm a nice person yes right i'm a nice person until you cross me and so this past year of course i had a few people who have Am I allowed to swear?
0: All the time. Okay. <laughs> okay this yeah. is, hey, well, we can't, well, this is a brief, we can't say the C word. Oh, why? Well. The C-U word. Yeah. that's, that's. That, Okay, so check this out, YouTube has an algorithm an audio algorithm or, or I don't know if it's our program I don't know how they do it but they can scan like when I upload it they can scan and be like at two hours in your guest said the C word and you're never making money on this podcast <laughs> isn't that weird <laughs>
1: that is weird yeah that
0: but there's uh, like uh, there's some words that they have flagged as like ardent hate speech no matter what and you you so you can't monetize right. that, that yeah, and also means- now all my YouTube uploads I have to say whether it's kid friendly. For the, for the oh, same reasons. Well, I mean, that's. You know, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I yeah. wish I could just like go through. Like I had to go through and like change that for all of my previous yeah. episodes, which were like yeah, you know, like hundred episodes. Right, right. Weird. So. But yeah, I swear.
1: Okay, so. <laughs> so anyway, so I've dealt with a lot of shit from you know, and the funniest thing about it is that every single person who has given me shit and given me drama has been a guy. Um and yeah, I've had some of them. I think they just go oh well she's a you know she's a really nice girl is it business
0: owners is it politicians
1: um it's you know it's it's a little bit of everything it really is and what's really funny is that they will um they'll give me they'll unload on me and yell at me and everything else and then they call someone else who they think has more power than me and um that person happens to be a man and they talk to them just so completely differently like you know well i I just yes, I understand, yes, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute, you know, and but when uh, I
0: said it, it was
1: yeah, yeah, it wasn't true when I said it, but when he said it, it's okay,
0: I was talking with like Aaron Claire about some of this stuff, yeah, right, because I've become like way more empathetic to that stuff since I was about twenty eight years old. I don't know why, but I that's just when I started like 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 I realized that there was a system in place, right, and I was like, holy shit, like. Because I, I just said this yesterday on the podcast or whenever I was talking to Aaron, but like at one point in time, we like deified women. Mm-hmm. Like, and then we we're, then they got suppressed. And it's like, oh, what? and actually the one, another reason I want to have you and like I had Kristen on, Tosh, Nandivada's coming on. Aaron came on. It's just like, I was like, being a stereotypical dude, only podcast is like a sausage party up in here. Like just podcasting with a bunch of other dudes. Yeah. And it's so easy to do that. That's like the norm, you know? Oh, I would never talk to women, you know? Like, But it's like, I need to, if I really want to have that empathy that I'm talking about.
1: Absolutely. And it's so strange because, you know, that's one of the things that I take away every day is I don't know what anybody is going through in their life. Like, I don't know why you... You know, you are yelling at me, but maybe it's something that happened to you in your childhood. Who knows? But I think that a lot of people don't, they don't have that level of, of empathy basically to say, well, you know, how am I making that person feel when I scream at them?
0: What kind of issues are people usually bringing up? Like they just don't like you're just new and they don't, they have to kind of deal with you for certain things or like, what's the weirdest sort of thing you run into?
1: I think a lot of people, um, some people misunderstand my job. Um, you know, so, so back to the main street thing a little bit, we have what we refer to as the four point approach. And so, um, we need to, we pay attention to four different areas consistently so that, you know, there's kind of like an equal amount of growth sort of, right? So that's design, which is like our historic downtown, you know, architecture, even streetscapes, things like that. Right. So it looks nice. Um, promotion, which is promoting downtown. So
0: give Do a budget for that well i'm like for advertising stuff like that well
1: yes yes but but see and that's where it gets kind of confusing promotion's not just advertising Mm. um so for example a lot of our events fall under promotion so when we have the concerts and we have a thousand people down there we're promoting downtown you know
0: yeah yeah almost like uh walk walk by traffic basically like you're you're like a storefront
1: yeah Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just like, hey, come to this one store or, hey, come to, you know, it's like, hey, come down here because this place is awesome. You know, it's kind of like promoting the whole community, really, and the area. So promotion, um, design, economic vitality, which is, of course, just, you know, getting people. It looks
0: better than it used to.
1: Right. 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 I know we are at almost 100 percent occupancy downtown. Wow. Of available spaces. I mean, there are some that are sitting there that aren't for rent, and those are a thorn in my side. But for the most part, almost everything that can be rented out right now is rented out, which is amazing.
0: It's, I mean, does the city own a lot of those, and they t- get the revenues? It's all individuals that own it? Most of them, it.
1: them are individuals. So we have um, – sometimes you'll have what you refer to as an absentee owner, which is somebody who doesn't live here, but maybe, like, their family – lives here or Mm -hmm. lived here at one time and so they own it and because they don't see it every day some you know they're not really thinking like oh wow i really need to do something with that place um i don't know why people don't rent it out um you know because to me it's not making you any money just sitting there in fact quite the opposite it's probably deteriorating
0: well and you got to pay property tax and absolutely
1: absolutely so so i you know but but That's one of the things that's beyond my control that's, you know, I got to work on that. You know. An organization. That's the last point.
0: (laughs) Is that just like your logistics?
1: Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fact that, you know, I'm part of the organization. We have a board, committees, you know. Structure. Yeah. One of the things that I like to do um, and I'm trying to do as much as I can is work with other organizations. So Business
0: networking. even if that's not what you call yeah, it in your city, yeah. but networking with other businesses right. is so important I saw some chiropractic place or uh, a doing something the other day and i was like that is so creative right how they it was something like hey if you go to this business and i don't even remember where it was maybe it was like the crossfit place or something but they're like if you say this you get this right. or say you came here i was like man that is a, such a unique way that yeah. for those two businesses to network i bet they're friends or something right
1: right well and so okay think about um Dr. Claire, you were talking about her. Um, she's one of my idols, by the way. So, anyway, she um, she's a roller derby girl. We
0: talked about that on the yes. podcast.
1: And so, um, at each of the concerts this summer, we had the roller derby girls down there skating around they had a big like water cooler jug and you know took it around people gave them donations the din- donations came back to us um, but it was like a PR thing for them and you know a community service thing for them and then people got to see like oh wow there
0: maybe I want to re- be a roller women. derby yeah. yeah
1: and I mean they had some kids like some kids out there that were tearing it up I was so so proud Do
0: you have you done derby I have or no? not okay I couldn't remember if you had um no. Several people I know have. I know. Uh, Aaron Erin Claire, um, you remember she used to work at the history department. Uh, her name was Courtney Alverson. So like a little redheaded girl. She did derby. Danielle, oh, different Danielle. Danielle Gray. Yeah. Um, she's come to the gym. She works for like, I think the water department. Anyway, she she does derby here in Russellville and her name's Danielle and That's awesome. you guys have similar length hair awesome. and all sorts of stuff.
1: She's way awesome. So So anyway, yeah, um, Back to maybe being a badass—is that what we were talking about? People yelling, so, "You me gotta me
0: whip back? them back in place, keep them in line."
1: Yeah. So, like I said, I think people look at me and they're like, "Oh, look at that nice little girl," and then I'm just like, "What? I don't think so. You're not gonna do that." So, there, there have been—I um, did actually demonstrate a rear naked choke to somebody one time. Did
0: they? Did you choke him unconscious?
1: Uh, just about.
0: Kim Qualls did that to somebody one time.
1: Really? On purpose?
0: Well. It, he he asked her to do it. Okay. And then yeah. then she did it and then he like fell face forward out of his chair after <laughs> she did it.
1: <laughs> because people look at Kim and go, Oh, look at that cute little girl. There's no way she could Yeah, she can. And isn't that point.
0: isn't that such a like like for example, Cora?
1: Yeah. Like oh people
0: God, look at Cora it. and I it's know. just like, oh no. Like I always tell my college students because 'cause they're like, You do martial arts, it's like, yeah, but my wife will kill everybody in this room. I'm not yeah. allowed to hurt you people or talk about it. But my wife she'll kill you all. Yep. Yeah, sure. and, and they're just like Okay. But uh, honestly, that is one of the things that made me like training Cora, training Evelyn, Asia, um seeing like honestly, some of my most successful competitors I've ever been a, a part of coaching have been women. Yeah, and and to see like their drive and how much they want it and, and the difference in like their their like you you tell them something they're like I see what you're saying I'm on and some guys will be like. I don't know, it, it's just weird. There is a right, difference, right. and I hate to stereotype, but there is, like, I've coached a lot of both. Right. And those three people I mentioned were just, like, the proof in the pudding of, like, I don't know if it's guys have more of an ego or if it's more of a...
1: I feel like women, we almost, we feel like we have more to prove sometimes because people do underestimate us. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mentioned to somebody about using a, a box cutter, and they were like, oh, were you slitting somebody's throat? <laughs> so uh, so apparently <laughs> i'm scary <laughs>
0: see and two here's the funny thing i guarantee you the person who made that joke doesn't know the proper way to slit a throat right here's the thing in, in vietnam <laughs> i tell the story a lot a guy cut off three of his fingers killing a sentry. he like came around covered his mouth and Dr. Desired Result. So, actually, what they teach you to do in, like, SF and military training is to go in the neck Mm -hmm. and punch out. You don't don't do this. You go...
1: Oh, right. Like that. You stick
0: it, like, here. Right. And come... Yeah, sorry for the (laughs) neck-slitting tutorial.
1: Well, I mean, you know, it's okay. Now I know, so...
0: Yeah, now you know how now, yeah. Yeah,
1: now I will be. Well
0: that's that's just it. It's just, like I try and approach that like everybody got something to learn. Like yeah. there's no like oh Daniel never used a box cutter. <laughs> like, isn't that just such a petty thing to like stereotype with though, to be like, Oh, these men have the patent on this or whatever it is, it's like that's just that's i see that stuff now for what it is uh and like snide remarks and stuff like that it's demeaning
1: yeah yeah well in that case it was somebody it was a joke but 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 if it had been somebody who yeah yeah so i know it's like you can't you can't do that because you're a woman or whatever one of my favorite things going back to women in martial arts one of my favorite things to brag on is of course my girls all the time i'm like you know my second grade girl which she's in third grade now, but when she was in second grade, choked out a fourth grade boy. So she is a,
0: she's a holy terror.
1: She is a maniac. Yes. I mean, and even when we went to the pediatrician, oh my gosh, he's just like she even has the perfect build for that. He's like she's just like wiry and Flexible. all muscle and yeah. I mean, she will just and I love that because again, she's just the sweetest little girl, and you know she loves dragons and the color pink and by the way she will choke you out so you know
0: and that's awesome like i just love getting to be a part of providing that for little girls like uh, i think this is this is something that really bothers me like like i had a student last semester and cora has dealt with this recently like that that was like hey um I am out of a stalker and I have to go to court to testify against them on this day. And there's no way I can't not go or it's never gonna go away. So I had to, I'm talking to you and my other instructor about this. And I was just like, oh, my wife's going through that same thing right now. Like some guy has put stuff in our mailbox at the gym, has come in the gym multiple times. Like had, we've called the cops on him twice, like all this stuff. And it's like, you know what, I'm never, ever going to have to deal with that right I'm never I'm never going to have to like I'm not worried about getting raped you know what I'm saying like it's, oh, it's such a, that dichotomy is one of the most bothersome to me because when she was telling me that I was like I had a high, extreme care for for the situation because I was like that's just so, like, no, no male student will ever come talk to me about this, essentially, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's just, like, to see the differences in how, like, women are objectified and, like, oh, you... Yeah. And then to also see right. the places that you have been guilty of that as a man.
1: Right, right. I know, and you don't even, th- you know, maybe you didn't think anything of it, but... Um, so whenever I was started going back to school and I was doing my master's classes, I did, like, one at a time, and it was mostly night classes, while I had a male professor, who I still admire and am friends with, but, um, you know, he mentioned something about how a student had approached him at one point and mentioned, like, well, are, when are we going to be done? I have to walk to my car after this. It's dark. and just, And he's like, I never ever in my life and this is like a you know a grown you know intelligent grown person grown man he's like i I didn't really think about that like the fact that women have to walk you know and everybody knows what time your classes get out and different things like that but it just that right there was like
0: well there's been incidents like Kristen yesterday was calling bonadilla the rape forest
1: oh my gosh that place is and i i don't don't get me started. I don't understand. I've not heard of anything like that happening there.
0: Yeah, well, a, a lot of break creepy incidences cars. break-ins. All Cora had her window broken yes. six months ago.
1: Every, I mean, you, so many people have done that. So many people have had people break into their car at Bonadilla. And I'm like, why can't we do something? Like, it seems like, okay, this is the, like, let's fix this. Well, you
0: know what Clarksville did is they, they took a guy that was either a game warden or or they made him law enforcement or one of the other his name was frankie tucker i think he retired but he's game worn forever when i was a kid because he got attacked by a monkey in scranton arkansas they escaped a zoo and the monkey beat the shit out of him (laughs) but that was like the big joke like he couldn't escape that story anywhere he went and he went to my cousin's church and he would always come to church in like full uniform with a gun on and everybody hated that uh but they you know clarksville has I used to live downtown kind of by the courthouse and stuff, and they have all these nature trails, which yep. now go from like where Wendy's is to the school, and it's, it's, it's nice. But so what they did is they put a full-time patrol on them. Mm-hmm. And I think that as many as many trails as Russell's having and we are desiring to create, yes. it, just putting somebody on a, a bike or anything that's like you ride the trail four times a day, right. you know, you, you you pick up trash or, or you just keep an eye out, you, whatever. And trail cams, you know, yes. we yes. don't I just feel like we're not doing any of that right now.
1: I know. Well, that's what I couldn't understand. Like at Bonadilla, I still don't. Why don't we just put up some cameras? That would, like, solve the problem so easily. Put up some cameras. As soon as someone goes, oh, wait, I'm on camera while I'm breaking into Maybe it yeah. will deter some people.
0: Well, and, you know, here's another thing about it. Because Cor and I are going to do full surveillance at the new gym. And we're going to piggyback it here at the house, too. But unless you install a server, it's going to be, like, the shittiest... Mm image especially being like uh, an outside camera because like uh, like it's funny I see joking memes about it it's like NASA's views of Saturn dreams from space or whatever and then it's like have you seen this man it's like some dude in <laughs> black and white like with like you can't make out anything It's but the thing is is you have to dump that footage on like a, a server that has an endless storage basically then right. you wipe it every month or something and people don't want to do that maintenance. I guarantee you, the city don't want to do that maintenance.
1: I don't know, but you know, it just seems to me like where are the priorities, right? I don't
0: know. We won't get into that.
1: No, we won't.
0: We we agreed we would not talk, talk about Yeah, that. we won't get into it. Um, well, you, so you're liking your job though? It's I love great. my
1: job, and the very best thing about it, I think. Um, I say this all the time. Like, we have the most amazing people here most amazing people like Josh McMillan you know I've known <sighs> he's him. he's great yeah I've known him off and on for a long time but you've okay Fall Fest biggest biggest event I ever dealt with in my entire life absolute just oh my gosh I mean I can't even tell it was so much so much work um he doesn't work for the city he works for Arkansas Tech he showed up I mean, he was there. He came to every planning meeting beforehand. He came, I guess it was the night before when I was like ready to lose my mind. And um, I said, hey, what are your, you know, because he brings students that volunteer. And I said, what do your students need? You know, do they need a list? Do they need maps? And he said, well, I knew that you were really busy. And so this is what I did. And he pulls out all the information that he made up for the students. And I'm like, that's amazing. And then I talked to him about another concern and he's like, well, I'll tell you what he said, you just do what you need to do. And I'll take care of that. The day of the event, he was there for, at least 12 hours i talked to him i talked to him on the tailing i came in like
0: uh after lunch when uh, like the cook-off was over and a bunch of people were leaving and packing up and and he was coordinating like hey go out this way hey you kids go over here because there's a bunch of international students and stuff working with him and he was just joking with them too oh he
1: was amazing i i will i wrote i asked him who his um who he reports to. And I wrote them a letter just telling them like how above and beyond and how the like what's an crazy, asset to tech.
0: He does that for the community. Yeah. He does that for the gym. Yeah. And he does that for tech. Yeah. Like if tech's got a basketball game or, or a football game, like he's making an appearance yeah. and he helps with his kids. Like Chris helps with uh meow, meow. That's what we call yes, her, Mallory, yes. Mallory helps with her class, Yeah, teaches project Warrior three mornings yeah. a week. Like, I just I love that guy. I know
1: uh, he is an amazing person. And that's, you know, I mean like I said I always knew him but I got to know him a lot more and got to really appreciate the kind of person that he is and you can look at people like that and really feel good about, you know, the world. <laughs> I mean that sounds a little grandiose but like seriously like there are good people. He is. There.
0: He is a beam of light for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen his sweet back tattoo? He has like an entire back
1: piece. No. It's so crazy when you see it. Like,
0: Cora said something the other day. I was like, I forgot me. Melvin has this huge back. It's like this gigantic back tattoo. It's sick. You wouldn't think it, would you? Like, you look at him, you're like, oh, you're just on you know straight lace that's awesome
1: yeah so next time i see him i'm gonna be like all right show me (laughs) yeah but uh i mean seriously the people that i've met we have we work so we don't work for the city but we work with a lot of the city employees and our two facilities guys they are retired firemen that just you know work for the city now and man they come over we 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 thought we had a bat in the depot one time Mm. it turned out to be a bird but I am terrified of bats. Terrified.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't want to hang out with one either, honestly. Or any any sort of thing that gets in your attic. Michael Lasser had to trap a bunch of raccoons in his attic. Like babies.
1: I was terrified. And so we called them over and and they're like, Do we the one guy said to the other one, Do do we do bats? And he was like, We do now. So they came over like it was a bird, so but I mean they just like took care of it like that and just, Oh yeah, you know, and I mean, but it's
0: nice having the fire station right there by you, right? Yes. Yeah, even though yes. they botched the concrete job.
1: Which concrete? Job? Oh, the, the
0: asphalt. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It's so rough through there. It's like everybody complains about it. I've I've, I've, I've kind of charted. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. That.
1: Well, well, okay. We're getting ready to tear up downtown, which is a whole other story in a minute. But yes, the fire station. Those are. That's another. Um, that's another like whole department basically that. I would have never really gotten to know or gotten to work with. Yeah. And there are a few guys over there. I just met with met with the chief a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, I guess it was, for like two hours talking about them being a part of downtown because they want to be a part of downtown. Like, they want to do stuff. They did a ton with Fall Fest. I've talked to him about participating in art walks, other things that they can do. And so it's also really helpful just to have somebody who is, like, public safety oriented
0: yeah, know? like Mcmillan, like yeah. just having people that that's their bag, you don't yeah. have to hire security out
1: it's right, right, well, and there's um you know one time our fire alarm, the battery was going dead, and we couldn't we couldn't figure out which one it was, you know it was chirping they never it never stopped crazy. chirping, oh my gosh, um, it was so insane, have
0: you seen that friend's episode about that no like like. Phoebe, like, takes it down and, like, goes through, like, the stuff that we always, and then, like, just, like, destroys it and puts it in the trash and it's still chirping. It's just like, ah! but it's like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, it's like I text my friends at the fire station. I'm like, will you come over and change? And they're like, well, I can. And I said, okay, well, hold on. You know, if, if it, by the end of the day we don't have someone over here to do it, then, you know, oh, yeah, I'll do that for you. And I'm like.
0: Like, really, the things we're talking about is community. Absolutely. Right? And not politics. Yeah, Because I feel like probably some of the, whether it's uh, g- gender roles or, mm-hmm. or whatever the issues you've mentioned earlier, a lot of the issues around here are are politics-oriented. Yeah. They're, if we would just be like McMillan or the fire chief or whoever and be like, mm-hmm. you know, I just like, the, the fire department, net they, they network with us, like, because yeah. they never kind of came, like, and... I'm I'm have two views on it. Like, but they come over and they're like, "Hey, you know, here's how you could do this a little better." Right, right. We just wanted to check your fire extinguisher and it, it, do you need a new one? Like, just like giving us free consulting, honestly. Yeah. And um, but they kind of reach out to us like, "Look, we're, we're trying to start doing this with all businesses," and I was like, "Oh, that's great." Yeah. Like honestly, like because of the community side, but then there's this other weird part of me that's like get your effing oversight out of my life because honestly I don't, I don't like because of my experiences with the city. I don't, I don't want you to show up. Right. Like you're not allowed in here without announcing yourself, uh, which, which, code enforcement is never supposed to show up without announcing themselves. And we get those kind of petty violations all the time, but that's, and that's not community. Like when, when something goes outside of the legislative process, that's going against community. That's how I feel about it. I feel like that's a lot of people's complaints around here.
1: Well, yeah, I, and I can see that now devil's advocate. And I can say this because I've seen both sides of it and just kind of like we were talking about earlier, what we have to think about is the fact that they might not realize that you've been screwed over by someone before, you oh, yeah. know? So we have to give them the benefit of the doubt of like, well, Hey, I'm just trying to help you out, man. You know? And, and, and that's and like, yeah. In the you
0: fire do. department, people are so great. And okay, it's right. like, that's why they get free memberships and city employees don't, you know, but that, that's, we do like McMillan teaches that class. He right. teaches it for, right. for fire department, EMS, vets, for, right. like that that 5 am spot has been a good spot for that yeah. for that crowd i and I wondered because there's another guy doing that in like Conway area that owns a shooting range oh. his name's ryan Stevens he's Rob Hefleys him and Rob Hefley have a podcast together do you know Rob Hefley? Yeah. His, heard his, name. his wife like made a bazillion dollars selling plexus like no ju- no joke. Oh, right. that's not even yes, exaggeration yes, yes, yes. they made yes. a bazillion
1: okay yes i do remote. yeah I've he
0: was he's on him. the podcast but they have a podcast together but oh. he he was just like yeah we do it at this time man that's the time that these types of people want to do it right and i was like we've been trying to do it in like prime time evening spots where i feel like those types of people if they are able are probably either on the job with their families right but that 5 a.m spot for i mean we picked up some good people like nile from the um i need to have him on the podcast he's the band director for dover
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: but he's he's such a good dude which i know chris teaches that crowd like uh, uh, quite a bit actually so
1: yeah and that's kind of funny because like whenever mcmillan's like hey and i'm like you do anything that man wants you to do because he's amazing
0: Yeah. <laughs> like
1: he's, well, and it's like I
0: it too. That's like a class. Like I want it to be a thing, but like honestly, I don't. I I don't. It's not. I would do it, but it's like I'm not. A, I'm 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 a, I'm a community servant. I want to right. that to be part of yeah. my service to the community. Sure, sure. But it's like, I, I honestly, I think like it needs to be somebody like Chris, like you're a veteran and, and other things right. too, like you teach these classes to types of, these types of people who are gonna get degrees and go be these types of civil servants. So he has like right. this other, one well with McMillan, like all this on the job experience, a chief of police. Yeah. like It's like those are the types of people you want to be the leader of these these groups
1: absolutely absolutely yeah yeah so
0: well um any exciting things you got planned for 2020 with downtown with your job with anything goals
1: um so you mentioned a little bit of the levitt grant um we did not get it this year i'm you've seen shawshank redemption right Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm Andy Dufrane. Like I'm applying every year until they finally go. Just give them this damn grant because I'm so tired of this. woman. <laughs> just be, you're
0: going to be writing the letters like all the yep, time.
1: Yep, yep, yep. I um hopefully after the holidays I'm going to get to talk to them and get some feedback on why we didn't get it. What? How
0: did that work? So it was like um we made the top fifteen. Yeah. Is that at one point like number seven or something?
1: We yeah we were really high up there. At the end when we finished we were like I think eleventh maybe 12th it you know it was kind of i was like screenshotting and you know at the end things yeah. were changing so yeah
0: what do what do we end up with 15 or something like that no or well, 11 or 12.
1: yeah we were we were like 11.
0: okay so. and so they just did they did, did they only get to one or did they give it to the top 10. no 10? they gave
1: it to 17. Yeah, but we but we were in the we weren't one. I know. And that's what I want to know. Why weren't we one? Um, And so they they base it on more than just the votes, but the votes have a lot to do with it. Uh, One of the things and, you know, I've gone over it in my head so many times, like, was it this? Was it that? And that's why I want to know, because it may have been something that we could just. You know, Do different I next need, time. Yeah, that I just need to like emphasize. But um, one of the things that was pretty awesome that I was happy about is that we had five letters of support, which are optional. But I reached out to five people in the community. Hope Adair was one. Do you know Hope?
0: Oh yeah, she's been on the podcast.
1: Okay, I was gonna say she needs. To I need to have be her
0: chatting. back on. She's, she's another one. Like she's like she's a pro. Literally, she's, she's, she's,
1: Oh, totally, totally. Oh my gosh, yeah, her. Mm, I love her, love her. Um, But yeah, she wrote this amazing letter. I had a representative from St. Mary's write one, uh, city councilman St.
0: Mary's the hospital or the wellness center? Uh,
1: The hospital. Which I guess they're
0: connected somehow, I don't
1: know. Yeah, they're a big supporter of ours. And just, you know, so, um, yeah, city councilman. I actually had, oh, Dr. Woods wrote one as (sighs) co-director. You know, that dude
0: gets talked about on the podcast so much like awesome too i mean because honest like well with Aaron claire like we had like a five minute and here we are again but like these people like that's like jeff woods is another guy he teaches the noon class at the gym so he's like having people like all these people we mentioned chris mcmillan jeff woods which ironically are all tech employees but that'll tell you too like uh chris and i were talking a bit about this like how big for our community, tech is it's like Absolutely. tech in the nuke plant, and that's why everybody's putting so many eggs in the casino basket. Is because it's like jobs, economics. Like yes, there might be some problems, but like we're like we have all our eggs in these two baskets essentially, and we have some other industry, but no, and no new industries coming.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, so interesting thing about that, and I know we, you know, we weren't really going to get into politics or anything, but I just want to share something that I learned that I think...
0: About the casino?
1: Well, it relates to that issue. So, um, you know, over by Kroger, you know, we've got the plasma place. Yeah. So, you know, that just kind of like, quietly crept in there. As far as I know, there was no protest or opposition to it or anything. Maybe people weren't happy about it, but... I'll
0: tell you what I knew about it is no one knew what was going in there until it opened.
1: Okay. I knew who
0: was doing the, the work. Yeah. And like what construction because construction, it was uh, Crow construction. Okay. But But um, I couldn't find out what was going in there until like literally they put the sign on the door.
1: Hmm. That's interesting.
0: Because I, I had that's an interesting building right mm-hmm. not saying i'd like looked at it for like moving the gym in there but it would have been a pretty interesting spot to have the gym with like all that parking and right? just so like i i like ever since even before we bought our first is just like i always look at commercial real estate sure, yeah. The, yeah yeah
1: yeah so yeah
0: what, what was the deal so, behind all that so
1: uh you know one of the interesting things about that place, they pay you for your plasma, right? It's not a donation. I know people that donate pay. there, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, and this isn't like I not all people who are who go there and Chris did that whenever he was in the army, by the way, which is, A lot of college
0: students do. Yeah, it. I wonder if that college, wasn't why they didn't
1: They totally. They um they target places where there are college students.
0: U of A's got one like right by campus. Yeah,
1: yeah. There was one in state college whenever we lived there. Um so one of the things that people don't know though is that even if you are on drugs they can still take your plasma because they can filter it out, which seems a little shady and weird to me but you know hey science is fantastic so um, so among college students and some of those others, that's another person who's looking for quick money right
0: so they can get more drugs <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. Um, oh. Yeah. So what happens? People go in there. They're on drugs. They're going to take their plasma anyway. Stick the needle in their arm. They pass out. What happens then? We have to call our emergency services out, right? So Taxpayer
0: dollars.
1: But think about that. Everybody is so concerned. I mean, the calls, from my understanding, and I don't know exact numbers, but the calls that um, our emergency departments were getting, like, doubled when that place opened
0: well You're i mean shoot, cora is healthy but she's type o negative which is the one that's universal is it type it's a O negative so they harass her all the time to donate but she also has low iron
1: mm-hmm. right
0: and uh, she hasn't been struggling with in the last several years like the, right. probably the last five years she hasn't but like anemia and low iron right. but um she got to where like the last couple of times she gave blood It was brutal and she was just like i'm not doing this anymore yeah she passed out one time i believe but i was telling her i was like i was paranoid about that because i was like you having low iron issues like i don't think giving buds a good idea his people those people would because of her blood type call all the time yeah yeah so yeah Yeah. that's I, i hadn't thought about that
1: right and so everybody here everybody is all concerned about the casino and i'm not saying you know again like that's a whole nother issue But, the thing about it is that, um, you know, a lot of the problems that people claim the casino is going to cause...
0: They're already here. They're
1: already here. Yeah.
0: Prostitution, drugs, violence. Like, people have spray-painted Che, or Che, or Che Guevara, whatever, however you want to pronounce his name. I think it's pronounced Che. Like, but he's South American dictatorial type person. Uh, But... Like, I guarantee you these kids spray-painting it over there by Midtown Express, like, they don't know the atrocities Mm -hmm. that that dude's behind or anything.
1: Well, again, it goes back to the whole empathy thing. Empathy and education, you know? I mean, people need to understand that your actions have an effect on other people.
0: Well, and, too, like, the this has just become a thing, too. Like, what we're talking about with Bonadilla, like, community perception. Mm Mm-hmm changes when a bunch of negative things go unchecked
1: absolutely you know and and that's part of it too when a bunch of negative things go unchecked sometimes and this is again something that i have learned sometimes things do happen behind the scenes but if people don't know about them it doesn't matter if they're happening or not you know you you just you have to education goes back to that always learning (laughs) Yeah, you know?
0: exactly. You know, I want to develop uh, like an American government course because I can teach that at Morleton just to. I actually got my housing notes out the other day, Mrs. housing, Mrs. Dr. housing. But, but I was just like, oh, this is great. Oh, because I, I got, I have interspersed all the notes from classes I've taken into my lecture notes. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is how, because like I, I got out of high school and really honestly, I was talking with Chris about it yesterday, honestly college, grossly inequipped with a, having a grasp on my civic duty. Absolutely. And, and it's like, honestly, the only person that ever did a good job laying it out was Chris. Like that's it be- because i I was telling him I, I i at one point wanted to be a social studies education licensee. Right, yeah. like I wanted to be a teacher, and i I ended up with all but just a couple of classes for that, and I just like I'm gonna get my master's, but let's say this i could have i had to have nine hours to graduate with my history and political science degree mm-hmm. in political science, right, so I took like state and local American government and like intro to political science or
1: right.
0: something like that. But I could have got a job as a high school teacher teaching only American government civics and econ. Mm-hmm. I had one econ class. Like what sense does that make? Yeah. It doesn't like, you're going to put that in my hands. Like when I I like, I was freaking out when I've kind of got an idea about how a bill becomes a law. Like, <laughs> and it's like, and I was like 24 years old when I figured that out, you know? And it's like, that's that's education though. Like yeah, it, it wasn't yeah. like the argument could be made I was dicking off in every single class that I ever took, but I really wasn't, right?
1: Right. Well, I mean, if you were passing, you should have had at least a, you know. So that's one of the reasons that I absolutely love the interdisciplinary class that I did this past semester with the Main Street students with the Main Street thing. So, so I don't know if if you know very much about those, but basically the interdisciplinary class, it's just students from all different disciplines, right? Mm -hmm. And um, it's problem-based learning. So they have a problem that they have to solve. Um, My students, their problem was, why don't students come downtown? Why aren't tech students engaged in downtown? What did you you find out? What did they say? Um, We, oh my gosh. uh, We learned so... I probably learned more from that. That's like
0: a great survey.
1: Right? Amazing, amazing. So um, one of the things that they came part of it's just education. They don't know about it. Um, you know, kind of like you were saying about tech being such a big part of our town. I felt, I feel like there's kind of been a wall, like you know, like an invisible wall between the two. Do you and think that
0: the carryover from like the Brown era or do you think it's still going on? I have absolutely
1: on? no idea. I, I, I think I really that was don't. going
0: on under him. I but do
1: think that you know, um, I do think that there's been some tunnel vision in the past. Like, okay, this is my job, so this is what I do. And you know, like we were saying, that's not the way I think. I mean, community isn't just I focus on this one area. You know, community is, hey, how can I work with these partners? How well, that's we,
0: that's exactly you know? like why I was talking about the fire department earlier. It's like, hey, wh- you guys coming in two times a year is more important than how I've right kind of feel about you being here because right. i know why you're here and if i am cool with you being here we achieve this positive result yeah you know versus yeah. like yeah i can be like well my might liberties or whatever right but okay. at the end of the yeah. day it's a way better thing to just let it happen
1: by the way have you ever um have you ever toured the fire station the new one no yeah
0: i, oh, I did take a video outside of it i don't know if you saw that I, I don't because every building that, that gets built um, by taxpayer dollars, they don't follow their own codes and zoning requirements. So I, fi- I, I I took a video around every city building, the aquatic center, and everything. And, and I was like, here's what they want to make us do, and here's how they took your tax money and didn't do it here. But uh, yeah, that's the, the like, I walked all the way around it, but I haven't been inside.
1: I've been on more tours of that place, but I learned something every single time. That's and, cool. Uh, it's really cool. It's like actually really amazing. They have this technology that wakes them up. Like if they get a call. So, you know, did you ever see rescue me with Dennis Leary?
0: Oh, Derek Rowley, Love that. And I watched I'll a few watch. episodes, but I never got it. Chris likes it too. Don't yes. do you guys watch it? Oh my it? gosh. Yeah. Is, is it on Netflix or what?
1: I don't know. It's on like FX. I, don't know. Yeah, I should go yeah, back I mean, and try it's and watch that. It's, yeah, yeah, I mean it's but okay, so, you know, it's so funny because all these like cliche things that, you know, happen in a firehouse. But one thing is that, you know, whenever they get a call, it's like this alarm and everything and um and that's not I mean that's how they used to do it, but they actually did studies. Um, one of the highest rates of killer, I guess. One of the one of the things that um firemen die from is heart issues cardiac issues well i mean that's not maybe not what we would think but um part of it is because when you get woken up from a deep sleep with an alarm like that i mean your adrenaline like you almost they were saying like you almost have oh, to like
0: stimulus response yourself. when i hear yeah. that maybe my friend dies or maybe well, i go inhale smoke about.
1: if you're in like a, a deep sleep i mean i've had it happen as a parent where <laughs> The best alarm clock in the world is, Mom, I just puked in my bed. You're like, okay, I'm up, I'm awake. <laughs> you know, I mean, like... it's tra- you know? And it's
0: traumatic. Though. Waking <laughs> yes. up that way is traumatic.
1: Yes. And uh, and it, it is. And that's... So they actually did this um, study somewhere in Arkansas um, where after they would wake up like that, they would have these guys spit in a cup and they could measure the level of adrenaline and see that, you know, that was part of what was causing these issues.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and so, so how do they wake them up?
1: So they've there's a few different things. Um, first of all, you know, because everybody has their their job that they do. So if you know the the system knows what room you're in. So if you're maybe not you know if you're not getting called out like you're on the ladder truck or whatever, and they don't need that, you won't get woken up at all.
0: Do you know how many firefighters we have on like how there at a time working? Are you se? asking me that? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, like a dozen, twenty.
1: Uh, probably a dozen. Okay. Uh, probably between eight and twelve, I think real firefighters, yeah, so do you remember I'll get that anyway, so um the other thing they do is it's like a gradual thing, so like the lights come on gradually and and it seems like you know, I know my first thought was like, shouldn't you be getting your ass up out of bed, like really somebody's stuff you know? is like, burning yeah, like, you
0: know? <laughs>
1: but but it really is counterproductive, like that's the one guy he was like, yeah, you'd almost have to like sit on the side. Like and just catch your breath before you could even like get up and do anything, you know. So that's real.
0: That yeah. That, we yeah. and I realize it's an emergency situation, but yeah. that's the difference. Like cops aren't sleeping on the job; nope. they're working that yeah. overnight shift. They're they're awake the whole time. They don't right. go sleep right. at the station. Yeah, yeah. Um, and oh, that's that's fascinating.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, the, um, they work twenty four hours on and then forty eight off. So. um but,
0: I hope we're able to network with the place right by the new gym more, right? Oh uh, yeah, because there's yeah. a station right there. So I'm sure we will. Oh yeah, right I'm a, sure. literally right across the street. Yeah, As a yeah. matter of fact, maybe McMillan, me, and Chris or whoever yeah, can go might, over and yeah. talk to him. Be like five a.m. guys, just yeah, walk over. Exactly
1: right. Well, and that's one of the things that you know. So they have they have a gym, you know, in the central fire station and they don't it's not mandatory but it's like because they found you, you know yeah so you know but they have time that they can work out and um so way back when do you remember it was like last year way back when yeah last year um there was that thing going around like feeling cute might pull you over later I don't know yeah remember that yeah so, um, my assistant, Sarah, and I, we were trying to promote our Taste of the Valley event. And so, we're like, what can we do, you know? And we're like, let's go over to the fire station and get those guys to, like, do a, do a meme for us, you know? So, we did. We went over there, and um, they're like, um, do you want real firefighters? And I'm like, what's the difference between real firefighters? <laughs> so, fake firefighters, in case you ever need to know this, are the administrators. <laughs> Um, so we had to we is got, that
0: people that are like aged out or? no
1: no I mean it's like the chief you know the fire marshal okay yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so um, the people those people
0: were, used to be probably career yeah, firefighters yeah though.
1: yeah so but you know now they're just in a different position more of a leadership I guess so um, but anyway yeah so that's we got a very lengthy tour while those guys finished working out and getting their shower and then we got our, our picture of them in front of the truck yeah feeling cute that's funny might buy some Taste of the Valley tickets later I don't
0: know IDK yeah, yeah the, I've core and I've made a few memes like exclusively for True. the gym and it's like it's funny it's, it's funny yeah. coming up with like a meme and it's like I love too how like meme culture has taken over like uh, there, then there's been funny memes like Epstein memes are out, invest in baby Yoda memes, like put all your stock over here. But it's, and then too, somebody was talking, and I want to talk with Jeff Woods about this because I was just, I'm reading a book on the dark web, but it's like how memes can be a form of subversion Mm -hmm. and like uh political divisiveness and everything yeah, and how totally. how they influence because of what i just said we're like oh memes are great i'm gonna make one yeah. well it's like yeah well when that is done to influence an election or right. or whatever and right. that is that's yeah. yeah
1: well it's i mean it, they can be used like propaganda just like anything else you know to, they yeah. really can so. It's it's
0: interesting a meme is a form of
1: I know, and these things just didn't even exist, you know, for the longest time. But um, some of the things, like, I do think, so like that one, you know, it makes things relatable. It's like, oh, yeah, um, I've seen this. Oh, and now I see it happening in my community. Like, oh, that's funny, you know, I mean, so that's, that was always one of my big things. And even whenever I was teaching um, uh, comp was making things relatable because pretty much everything in life is connected. And, you know, I felt like, for example, and this is like, I could do a whole nother podcast on this, but um, I, (laughs) I believe that, um, okay, so the job that I do, what kind of degree would you have for a job like that? I mean, Uh, I do everything. Like like,
0: like public relations, is that a degree?
1: Hospitality? Well, I mean, it's way beyond that, too. So there's not really like a perfect, you know major that you would do maybe one exists but not to my knowledge but being in the humanities like oh my gosh I have learned so much and that's what I was saying like so um you know doing like literary theory well I kind of learned to analyze things from different points of view you know and so I can look at a situation and say oh well i could do this or i could do that or you know i mean there's there's just different things like that and then obviously like grant writing and and that's one of the things like I do you wish, like grant writing i love grant writing i love it and I, I wish I that wish... was
0: like a part of my job yeah but like it's because it's not i'm like i don't have time to do that right can can i get somebody to do it for me and like we really have never really found anybody to do it for us
1: yeah well so, i know because
0: like i mean you know who teaches a class on grant writing oh Larry macarthur you know so like i know tons of people that have knowledge but it's just like it's it's difficult to
1: it is. appropriate it,
0: resources cuz like i'm i'm like monday through thursday is 12 hour day for me yep. and and friday's a little shorter but not much by the time i get off like well i'll see you guys on monday right I reemerge
1: totally totally So, But, yeah, I would love to go back and tell my students, like, "Uh uh-huh, so you don't think you ever have to write? Look at this, you know? Because I'm like, that's totally what that is, persuasive writing, argumentative writing. That's what we used to teach that, you know, that's what they get taught. And that's what grant writing is, basically. Well,
0: think about this, too. I mean, you know, I know, like, writing on a—I don't think there's— I've read some studies recently they are, like, breaking down the differences in writing with your hand— Versus typing. Absolutely. And it kind of freaked me out, honestly, because I was just like, but then at what anchor point? Like I was on the writing it with your hand train because I was like, there's like three college classes that I took on like an Acer, like a little bitty. And I don't remember more things from those classes. And I'm just like, oh, like World War II, Georgina. Like, I remember a lot about World War II. But I, and I'm like, I wonder, that's because I taught my notes. But in your mind, you're like, I'm going to get more of what Dr. Duncan says. Right. I'm, I'm writing her, her whole sentences. Right, right. But you're not retaining. No. It's not going in the same way. I've wondered about that on audiobooks. I've been listening to audiobooks because I have poor reading comprehension. I tell people about it all the time. But, like, my listening comprehension is... Ooh. For hours, I can listen, and I can read for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm just like, oh, I got strength over here. Yeah, I got weakness over here, but the strength. Right, Let's right. focus on that.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. and so, you know, it's kind of funny. Whenever I had to take my comprehensive exams for my master's, um, what I did, I, I just rewrote notes constantly, constantly. I do I that. I mean, I had a giant binder full of graph paper, and I just kept writing things. And, I mean, some of it was like, Things that I just looked up and found. Some of it was, you know, was just what I needed to know, and I just, I just wrote, handwrote those notes over and over again. And I mean, it's just anchored to your memory. Yeah, it just, it totally, you retain so much more. And part of my thing is like, so you know, even like in jujitsu, when you practice things over and over, and certain things become muscle memory. It's like
0: your times tables. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, would you, like, how you, like, you memorize your times tables, but you derive the conceptual no right. through the memorization.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, when you're writing, like, you're, you know, your brain, you're not just hitting a key, you know? You're forming a letter, and your brain is, like, imprinting that, you know? That's, I'm sure that's not the right word, but... Well,
0: no, I mean, that is, it, it, I, I call them anchors to memory. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, it's just like, a, it's like a little... Like you put a pin in it, like on a a map with like a bunch of eight.
1: Totally. Where, I mean, I can't tell you the last sentence I typed. I don't know it. I could probably tell you that. I I can tell you for sure. The last thing that I wrote, I was making a to-do list for today, last night. Was
0: podcast on the list?
1: It, It was on the list. It was on the list. Um, that,
0: I my notes on my phone are big time like, I But I mean, that's I, that's like, honestly, that's well, another it's thing. It's short, that's short, short, front, front form. Yeah. I noticed being a little different. Like right. when I'm doing lists to checklist, and that may too be though, because I pull it up multiple times a day.
1: Yeah. Well, and you mm-hmm. don't have to, that's not something you want to keep in your brain for the rest of your life either. You just want to keep it there long <sighs> enough till you get it done. And then psh- that's
0: another good point.
1: So, you know, I mean, and technology has its place. I know there are some people that are, you know, stronger typers, typists than writers. Um, you know, so that's fine. It is,
0: it, it, too, I think just writing takes practice, too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I have my students. I'm like, yeah, okay, we're th- we did a 30 minutes of talking about the Mexican-American War. Go ahead and turn your notes into three paragraphs. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. y- you know get in the habit of doing that that's your get out of class card today like because so many times we're typing and not writing mm-hmm. or we're just taking notes and not right. writing and right. i'm like well you guys are going to write this many essays and a couple of papers like
1: well this is helping you for that that's the thing too like so if you look back at your notes they might not make sense to you but if you take them and you know not long after you've written them and actually turn them into something that makes sense like you're talking about you know it's going to help you a lot more
0: what i what i did is like a strategy is i i developed like my us1 class and then i went back and interspersed my us1 notes and yeah. then i went back and started like oh here's my here's what the black said about reconstruction broadly oh here's what dr moses started us2 yeah. with reconstruction why end with re-? like oh i could move some of this over right and it just really broadened like i'd have a couple pages on reconstruction then it like doing just that moved it to like nine pages yeah you know it's like okay that's
1: isn't it amazing how those people influence you like seriously like I was saying you know Dr. Claire is like my idol but you know there's so many others that I look at and I think about and even like back from when I was did my undergrad which was a long time they,
0: ago. and they didn't have to I mean... They, they, that's what's quite... I, this has come up recently, like the uh, last couple episodes, but like these people don't have to do that, but they do. Like Jeff Woods, he didn't have to still be involved in my life. He doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, still be answering my text messages, yeah. but he does, and he is. And like when he's like said he's going to get back into teaching, I was like, oh, great. Like the yeah. first thing I thought is, you get to do for me for more people because yeah. that's what you do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that was... When I heard that, I was like, man, that stinks because he's so good at what he was doing and he was an awesome dean. You know, I heard great things about him. But exactly what you said, you know, he's also an awesome teacher. And so, and you know, like I said, you don't go get a Ph.D. in history to be an administrator.
0: Well, and... You know, you want to... i've I've often wondered about like why he did that but then at the same time it's like like why i serve on certain committees or Mm -hmm. it's just to gain like like that is that is to be of service right like it's like yeah he could be a teacher the whole time Mm -hmm. and that would be a great service to a lot of people but it's like the type of guy that he is he is a leader yeah he can be a great leader and having experience in leader like i i leadership i just think now that he's back in teaching having all that also it's like Mm -hmm. dude could you even up the game anymore
1: i know i know well and that's just it it kind of goes back to that always learning thing like you know when you get to the level that he's at i'm sure it's hard to learn things still but you know doing a different position then you're going to learn. You know, now he knows a lot more about how things work at the university. And, you know, so it's like, you can take that and, and you know, that experience. Let that, yeah.
0: Let that guide your.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, and, um and, you know, there is something to working with students. So, um, when i was doing my adjuncting part-time jobs i had four part-time jobs at the same time by the way
0: that's yeah, that's wild
1: yeah it was it was insane and i made i i don't even know how many hours i worked but i definitely made about half as much money as i do now not that i make a whole lot now but that's fine i'm happy um but so i sub i was a substitute teacher And I made an effort to go to every grade and every school whenever they called me. You know, like I'd be like, oh, do you have anything at the high school? You know, or um, sometimes they'd be like, we have a preschool. And I'm like, nope, absolutely not. Not going to a preschool, you know, or just I tried to really experience it. Um, And I was originally a secondary education English major, like again, way back when. I am so glad that I'm not a high school English teacher.
0: You know what's crazy is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I don't get the feeling that it's like this at Tech or at UCA. But like, Moralton is very much becoming like a high school. Like yeah. the stuff that- well, There's a
1: lot of high school the, students there. The
0: stuff that they're making us do, and I, I don't know like why, but n- nobody else I talk to that's a instructor, professor and like a lot of the faculty like, well, you got to look at other community colleges. It's like, no, like they say we do everything like U of A but we don't right like uh, the big thing that came up in our faculty senate meeting was they say that but we started school three weeks before U of A three weeks like I was giving Wednesday of week three I was giving my first test
1: oh my gosh
0: and that was U of A's first day yeah and like that that awareness is a morale killer
1: yeah oh my gosh yeah Well, and that's, you know, that's one of the reasons, like, I love this Main Street class that I did because, and I bragged on those kids when they did their presentation, I was so proud of them, like that's the end at you know, the end of the class. They do a presentation. That's basically like their final. And I mean, the mayor was there, you know, um, Sam Strassner was there, just a bunch of people from, you know, from tech, from the community. I was so proud of them. And um, I said, you know, everybody has this whole perception and you see it, I'm sure. And I mean, it is true in some cases, but you know, oh, these kids are always on their phone. And uh, I said, these kids right here, like they're amazing. And, they they care like they actually care they're actually doing something like i never had to get on to them about anything and that was the thing that's what i don't miss um about like my you know comp one classes because i mean i'd have kids falling asleep I, and it's like
0: i experience a minor amount of that but for the most part, like it is literally like in the classroom is where I'm like, yeah, you know, and then I'm like, oh, you're failing the test. Like it doesn't like people being on their phone and sleeping, like because it's it's rare. It doesn't bother me. Oh, but God, crazy. It, well, and I wonder if like. I wonder if I've thought about this too. I wonder if it's history because I feel like maybe with math and English, it's like, you, like you have to take notes in history. Yes, Whereas yeah. like you kind of have to read the story in comp or buy the notes right. or whatever, right. yeah. but you can get by. Like I noticed that when I was a student, it's like taking notes for some classes was a different bag. Oh, like yeah. you would go in and like, you've been taking all these history notes and you're like, Science was that way, too. You take a lot of science notes. But uh, some of the other classes, like English and and math particularly, I didn't find myself... Now, world lit, I took lots of notes. And like when I go observe Booty's class, I'm just like, dude, I didn't know I love this stuff. I forgot. This is great.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's one thing. I miss working with him. Oh, man. Because he is just... He's an amazing person. And I will tell you what. I mean he just he's so passionate about what he does and and that's really i mean i will never forget like i think i had a week under my belt and he was like do you still like it and i was like i love it and i mean at least at least with college kids you know it's it's a different it's a different mindset i mean i know what you're saying about you know but um but i i don't I could never teach high school, like ever.
0: I don't think it could either. Um,
1: but I do, and that's one of the things. Like, I was really glad to be able to do that Main Street class, and I hope I'll get to do stuff like that with tech in the future. Yeah, I'm going to have an intern in the spring, and I'm hoping to be able to do that kind of stuff more, because I want to still work with that demographic. Like, I we,
0: want to work with students. We're about to be doing more of that because um, Jamie, who owned Back to Basics, always had an intern for his fitness center yeah. portion of his gym. So he's gonna put us into some play uh some contact with some people at I guess it's McKeever that's where the wellness programs um networking with I guess it's the SGA mm-hmm. to uh we're gonna start doing like a drop in. So mm-hmm. like for the Zumba Yoga and Fitness Kickboxing a super cheap drop in rate where yeah. like anybody that's a tech student is like a gonna be like a five dollar just right right whereas like you know, you don't have to pay a membership just five dollars every time you right. come in right 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 so but uh yeah. like some other places in town might do that i think one of the uh like soul to soul or saint mary's like yeah. there's some different yeah. places that have yeah. and it's through you just get it set up through the student government association yeah. i guess so
1: yeah 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 there's a lot of opportunities yeah so that an
0: intern will be a game changer yeah, for yeah right? i'm
1: super excited so my intern is um kara dickens she was miss tech
0: oh great great yes, yeah
1: yes and she was one of my students
0: oh yeah that's like, great
1: i am stoked to have her Cora,
0: um she did so good in the Miss Tech. yeah right? she got best mo- vocal talent miss congeniality like third runner up or something like that yeah. and then she won like a scholarship i mean it, it was a big yeah. deal yeah. at the time i was just and it blew me away she did so well yeah. But uh, that that looks good on a resume.
1: It really does. It really does. And I, I mean, I, I don't know what her history is or how she did it, but I'll tell you what, when she was doing the presentation, I could tell she was like head and shoulders above people, like just in her mannerisms and the way that she talked. And I'm like, I don't know if that's from doing a pageant or... Like it, practicing you know, for like, that? Yeah, but she was just so good. So good. So
0: Isn't good. it, that it seems to be... um That's sort of like a lost art. Like, uh, like Absolutely. I tell people this all the time. like, if I didn't have this podcast, I would talk to a way fewer people. Like, so, like, I I try and, sh- like, because the gym is so busy when I, like, because yeah. if I'm coming in for Nogi at 5.30, like, Tuesday, Thursday, I'm not there. So I get there before it gets super busy on Tuesday, Thursday, but on Monday, Wednesday, I come in where it's, like, peak. And it's, it's like, it's, like, oh my God, there's so many people in here and it's like a stressful environment to walk into. But, and then it's too like everybody wants to talk to you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of why I don't come in until that time. It's like, yeah, i am just come to Teach the nogi class, guys. And then we're going to do kickboxing. Yeah, If you're in the class, I'll talk to you Mm -hmm. a lot. Right. But, um, people don't have conversations. They don't socialize. And, and I feel like it's like a a skill you got to sharpen. Yeah. The listening and everything and I'm not I, I'm back and forth on this you know because honestly like some of the some of the most successful people that I follow and I'm not I'm really not big on self help stuff anymore but like Gary Vaynerchuk for example he's like yeah I'm giving my kids more screen time it's like that's the world they're gonna live in and you saying for them not to have screen time that's because more your life than not the internet wasn't a thing Right. And it's just like, that's a a perspective that has to be taken into account. Most of the people that are saying that, and there is some data, I have seen some studies, but it's like, I've also seen some studies like, children as young as age two. And I'm like, how much screen time can a two-year-old actually consciously engage in?
1: Right, right. How
0: about you just stop sticking the tablet in front of their face? Well,
1: yeah, exactly. Like, they're not asking for it.
0: it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like uh, some of that stuff. I'm just like, I feel like it's like a reefer madness type of thing,
1: yeah. like where oh, they're just. Totally.
0: But I okay. feel like if we demonize it, I feel like there's a limit that should be put on it. But it's just like yeah. some people are just so negative about it. Yeah, and I'm like, this is this is guys, this ain't going anywhere.
1: Nope, nope, and it and it has advantages. I mean, it does.
0: It does. Well, let's just say, like, with Paige, like, what doing, she's still doing robotics? Yeah. Like, that's, like, one's gonna help the other. Like yeah. oh, Technology? Sure. Technology. The, right. It's like a, you know, I, I feel like it's all in the same tool chest. Yeah, absolutely. But I, but there's also, like, the things I worry about, and I have been talking to this about people, is, like, I'd say Paige gets an Instagram account or something. Yeah. And then there's an unsolicited message, in her inbox like oh hey i just saw you post that picture in your purple gi yeah how old are you like that like me seeing stuff like that freaks me out Mm -hmm. like uh, like Corey and i like family planning mode and stuff i'm just like
1: it is scary mm -hmm. as hell so um she actually had snapchat on her phone and you know she used it to like yeah. with my my cu- you know with my niece and my sister and you know with family members like she you know and but then i noticed I, I do look at it every once in a while i look at her phone and she she tells me that nobody else does that nobody else's parents do that and i said bullshit everybody else's parents do that they just For might not real. Know. some people
0: are going to have a software program where you don't even know about
1: it yes yes um so so anyway i looked and there were people on there that she didn't know and i'm like why what, who are the, what, like, and they're just, you know how people are. Like, if you're playing a game or something, they just send requests. Friend, and I said, no, you're not, you cannot be friends with people you do not know. Because who knows? And it's so hard to try and, like, make that impression on a kid that, you know, there are a lot of really terrible people out there. Like, there and are they predators. they think
0: you're being paranoid. And Ar- they, Ar- I don't want to
1: scare the daylights out of her because there's a lot of great people out there, too. But at the same time, like, just be smart. You know, and uh she got really upset. she ended up. I told her she had to delete those people, and you know she could continue to get in touch with you know my or my sister and she deleted the whole app, and you know afterwards, I think she got it, but it's a scary, scary time I have
0: no uh, other than just ha- talking to people i don't know how I'm going to navigate that
1: you just it's, do. it's
0: the, that know, those that those are the things that i'm worried about yeah. it's not like. Oh man, my kid was on the tablet for two hours. Now they're probably going right. to have a mental illness when they grow up. But that's the type of articles that are being pushed. Know, like, know. you know,
1: there was, um, I think it was like a granola bar company or something that put out that commercial about like, Oh, this is what it was like. You know, we went outside and then at the end it's like the kid, you know, on his phone or whatever. And, uh, somebody you should have on is, uh, Emily young. Who, yes. Yeah. She, she's awesome. And, uh, Corey said that yesterday. Yeah, she's amazing. So she um she had posted that and she was like, you know, how do you know? Maybe the kid is looking up a YouTube video on how to make cookies because that was like one of the things that they showed, like, you know, making cookies with your grandma, like kids don't do this anymore. Maybe he was looking up a YouTube <sighs> video real? about that. Maybe he was looking up you know, I mean, you can't just go, Oh, well they're just staring at their phone. You know, and that's and they're just like
0: like not you know what I'm doing when I'm staring at my phone, learning tons of stuff, reading tons of articles, listening to audio books. I mean,
1: sometimes I'm just scrolling through Facebook. Okay, I do that all I'm time. not gonna I'm not gonna lie. But but I have also met local people that I've gotten to know through Facebook. And like I mean, they're real people, like I've met them in real life and everything too, but I've gotten to know them a lot better.
0: Well, like you know? I was thinking about this. Um started recollecting all the Star Wars toys from when I was a kid. <laughs>
1: but, right?
0: like, okay, so when I was a kid, at a certain time, like, the internet had just come out. And, like, yeah. there, was, I always remember the Star Wars fan club magazine, right? But that was, like, like the mail-ins. And, like, I, like that's yes! how like, so you got things, right? Like, there was no, like, now I'm just like, oh, I just go to JediBusiness.com and it tells me the entire collection. Yeah. Like, yeah. but, like, before you'd be like, okay, um, this Walmart is only getting these action figures, but my friend has Grand Moff Tarkin and I don't. <laughs> Where did he get Grand Moff Tarkin? And like, it would be a mystery. Now I just get on eBay and get Grand Moff Tarkin for like five bucks. It's not a big deal. But like, the ability to do that kind of stuff, like, it is it is um, increasing our time. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah. I can just know what all the figures right. were. I don't have to guess. I don't have to wait. I don't have to wonder or yeah. get this mail-in magazine that, like, I got to collect 28 magazines to figure it out. <laughs> but, like, that kind of stuff has been a game-changer on, like, you can't, like, right. oh, man, I don't know how to make cookies, but there's, a, like, tying a tie. Stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Stuff that you just... You, you need a, an instructional. I go to YouTube for everything. Painting, trim, or anything I'm going to do that's outside of my lane.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even this is in my lane now, but I got to go to go Jedi Business.
1: Yeah. Speeder bike. Yeah. I mean, it makes me a little bit sad, I'll admit, because I remember when I was a kid and my mom, she'd be trying to think of like who sang a certain song she'd be like oh man who sang that song you know and she'd be thinking and thinking and and then she'd call her brother on the phone and she'd be like who was that you know and and they'd both they'd be thinking and you know and then of course it comes to you like an hour later you're like oh so you know i that that makes me sad a little bit but you always do have the choice to, yes exactly you know, that, exactly
0: it, i like you know? i like all, um groups like I'm a I'm in a, a member of like a widespread panic group called Panic Stream, and um, somewhat I uh, just kind of added by somebody to this tool fan group, which is super weird, but I don't like watching what they post. Um, and I'll comment every now and then, but it's like getting to like what I was saying with like the Star Wars community. Yeah. Like yeah. I get to engage like with the the broader fan base or whatever it is, whereas. That just wasn't possible before. It would have to be like, yeah. "Hey, my buddy Heston, like, where did you get that? Remember the Cantina Band? Like, I've never seen that. I got it from the Mail in Magazine, dude." <laughs> But it's like, where, where? Oh, I didn't see which, which issue? Where it's right. like now, it's like you can go to a forum, and there's always been forums for the most part online. But yeah. like that was the earlier. But now they're these evolved social media groups, yeah. and I mean, I've found artwork from concerts I didn't buy posters at that like I wanted to in these groups, yeah. and I bought Colby's Christmas present from uh, a, a like I'd been searching for this print forever. Yeah, and a guy had like half a dozen of them. I bought me and Colby both one. Yeah, but I'd been like we would both been looking for it for like a year. Yeah, and somebody's random was like, hey, I got a bunch of these to get rid of, and I yeah. was just like,
1: it's it's making connections, making yeah. connections. Th-
0: these are the perks. Not is, th- there's a lot of yeah. a bad, negative, evil stuff on the internet, sure. but it's like that's that's the world we live in.
1: Another person you need to have on sometime is Amber Roberts. Who's that? Um, so she has Amber Lane Photography.
0: Where are they? I've heard um, of them.
1: Well, they're downtown. Um, so she used to be on Commerce Street, and now I think her address is going to be Boulder. She's moving.
0: Is she that skinny two story building?
1: It, yeah. she Over was. by Fat Daddy? No, not by Fat Daddy's. Um, she was right across from uh, like the Beauty College.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right yeah. down I, from,
1: from Old Bank. But, she, but Olson's is, is going out right yeah, there. Yeah. 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 yeah so, well, they're not but, nice
0: people, so we're happy about it. <laughs> But anyway,
1: um, so she is. She has this. She does boudoir photography, maternity photography, right? Oh wow! And she does some other stuff too. Sometimes, um, like she did mother-daughter pictures with me and the girls. And
0: is that family. her little alley? She said it. Did she set up that alley where no, everybody no, takes no, everybody takes pictures? Yeah, there. yeah.
1: That's Kurt Jones. He has the alley. Um, but she has this Facebook group called Amber's Gems, and it's only women, you have to be over 18. Like it's, and it is like this safe place. Like it is so amazing that she has built this. I mean, there's women from like all over the place, but people will just post really positive things. Um, you know, and they totally build each other up. I mean, and I know myself, like I go on there and if it's selfie Saturday, even if I don't post a selfie, like I see people on there that I know and I'm like, damn, you know, I'm like, you're looking good or, you know, and it's like, that's what it's about it's just you know empowering women empowering people I mean in this case it's women but it's like I mean she has this community that's it's just grown it's like this huge thing it's amazing and there's some of these people that you know that's kind of what how they interact like you might not really meet them in person some of them you do
0: well I was thinking I was thinking about stuff like that the other day it's like what if if that didn't exist for somebody who's involved with it yeah like what if they never did anything right like what if they like they just became a homebody? Yeah, and, and not speaking bad about that or anything, but like, like what if that was the the means and the conduit in which they were able to connect with a community? Yeah,
1: totally. That's what I mean, you know. And some people, not everybody, has the the time or the means to be able to, you know, or maybe they just are anxious. Maybe they don't feel comfortable in social situations. I mean, some people feel more comfortable online that too you know i mean there's just there's so many different aspects of it there just are
0: there is and I, i think that honestly like i mean it's been my interpretation that the anxiety that comes from like like what people are saying is actually probably from like over social like we're getting that socialization online right and it's a lot yeah, like you get to where you're scrolling on your Facebook, mm-hmm. and it's a lot. You're always socializing right. in that way, even though you're not with the, like with the person like right now. Right. I mean, we're right. here talking, uh, but we could very easily be having this conversation in Facebook Messenger. Sure. And it's not a lot different, right? I yeah, mean, yeah, we I wouldn't mean, be recording it and stuff, yeah. but but in terms of like how we're gonna like, if I message you, was like, Danielle, what do you think about? online communities Yeah, if we talk back and forth about it a little bit it would be the same result yeah. but you but you wouldn't get that like kind of like oh yeah I was with the person but some people yeah. are like oh being with the person stresses me out Why? and I wonder if it's not because of too much online socialization but I don't it know it could
1: be it could be i mean there's just so many I don't know, there's so many different things and we know so much more now that I know, you know, the internet and social media gets blamed for a lot, but sometimes I don't think it's necessarily because of that, it's just because that's something new that all of a sudden we can look at and blame things on, you know. and um, All I know is that when I cannot sleep at 3 a.m., Google is my best friend.
0: You just go learn stuff?
1: (laughs) Um, So we have this kind of running joke in our house that, you know, were you up googling how tall is jesus last night yeah yeah i was and by the way they believe he was probably about five 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 that's kind of short I yeah know. it is kind of short i know i know but and i mean there's no way to know for sure but um but just like you know weird shit that comes in your head and it's like like i'm like can cats get sunburned yeah look it up on google they can you wow. know i mean just all these things it's kind of like you were saying like it's like whoa That kind of blows your mind. Yeah,
0: yeah, you you have more light bulb moments. Yeah. You have access. And some people argue that that's bad. Like, like, you're supposed to, like, you can learn too much too fast. But
1: I'm not going to, like, read a book about cats to learn if cats can, I mean... Yeah, I'm going to read, you know, but it, like, I'm not going to like seek out like that information in like an encyclopedia or something, you know? I mean, there are some things, yes.
0: Look how far we've come since right? like like my dad I, had the set. You know?
1: Yes, yes, we did too growing <coughs> up. I mean, so yeah, I'm not going to like, I mean, I still, I read every single day, every single day. Um, and I'm still going to do that, but I'm probably not going to find a book about can cats get sunburned
0: well and how many like trivial things do we pass over like that in books that we're like huh I didn't know that but uh, like I was talking with my brother-in-law about this right before we podcasted but did you know the Navy invented the dark web
1: I did not know that
0: okay and here's the disturbing part about that the US Navy invented it for a means. so like if we had somebody who was an intelligence traveling they're at a hotel in California but they're normally in Virginia that they could not have to get on the hotels network Right. So they basically created this uh, a software program like Chrome or Mozilla called right. Tor. Mm-hmm. Well, then it was from there that like the whole dark web infrastructure was built. And now it is a tax subsidized thing. Like it's paid for with tax money, but there are like drugs, yeah. like, heroin, cocaine, child pornography, all of these horrible things. And it is literally... subsidized by United States taxpaying dollars. And and like, but you hear about that, everybody's kind of heard about the dark web, but, and, and and you've heard about the things on it, and, but when you hear that the United States Navy, like, you're like, whoa!
1: Yeah! But like,
0: those types of moments, like, you know, it's, like that was the most like the biggest thing in the whole book that I read. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe the Navy's behind this, and we pay for it," you know. But it's just yeah. like that the the trivial little takeaways you can get those
1: yeah very
0: yeah. precise totally. I, I like joking with my students that um, I'm like, "Yes, yes, here we are back in uh, Mesopotamia, you know, Western Asia Minor." we're going to be talking about Jesus more specifically Asian Jesus. Cause we're on the Asian continent. Jesus was Asian. And then I start my lecture on Christianity, <laughs> but they're just like, like, cause I give a geography lesson, but like literally Jesus is on the very far left side of the Asian continent. Nobody thinks about the middle East as being on the Asian continent.
1: Yeah. Like oh, they're, yeah, they're
0: just know. like, Oh, that's the, that's like, it's a middle East.
1: Yeah. It's just in the middle there. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I'm like the, the middle of what? And I'm like, uh, the east <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you know, we're, we're Africa and uh, Europe and uh, and but anyway, yeah, it's funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. So, well, now you can also add that Jesus was, was five probably foot, probably no, five, foot five. 5 foot 5. That's what they believe.
0: Yeah. I could I I mean, not to be stereotypical, but are people what what's the average height of people from the Middle East now?
1: I don't know. I don't know,
0: they say, yeah, I, I've heard that that's just like a, a racist thing, but I've heard many times that Asian people are statistically shorter in the, uh, across most of the continent, yeah, and I don't know if that's um I don't well, know if that's true or not,
1: yeah. and I mean, there are genetic differences. I mean, you know, we talk about like race and everything, and yeah, we're all people, but there are genetic differences. There are some some diseases that certain races are more prone to, and things like that. I mean, we are physically different and so having different attributes like that i mean yeah yeah
0: yeah it's crazy how much globalization shakes all that up and just I dumps know. it back out
1: i know right it's I
0: fascinating
1: know. it really is
0: well um Let's uh let go ahead and wrap it up. I feel like well, yeah. this has been a, this has been great. I mean, Thank, I can talk for days. Thanks for coming over. I'm so sorry I had to cancel on you that one time. Oh, it was it's just fine. like it was a it was I forget what was going on, but it was a busy day and I was kind of getting the vibe. I really need to hang out with Corinne that now. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of put that in the text. Yeah. but oh, I really yeah. appreciate you coming on. We'll and we'll do it again. W- yes, that's what I was gonna say. Because uh, some I, I I really feel like I know a lot more about what you do now.
1: See, see that. Well,
0: last thing. I would say, um, before we wrap it up, do you feel like this has been good for your health? Like working in this job?
1: Oh, like, absolutely. Like you
0: look you look healthier. Well I not you. saying you looked unhealthy, you. Well, but no. like you do, you almost have like a like a little bit of a glow or whatever. I like. do.
1: I mean it's it's amazing whenever you love what you do. It really is. It is. Um, and uh like I said, I'm I get to connect with really awesome people, which is just increases, you know. Yeah your happiness really so i mean there's still stressful times but
0: i know and i the only things i love and i get stressed out a lot yeah
1: i mean it's because you care that's that's exactly it and so not to get too far off the beaten path here but um you know the last event that i had i had a confrontation with somebody downtown and i mean they were like yelling at me and you know and it was and I was, like, so stressed out, and, you know, I had just, I'd gone in my office to kind of, like, collect myself for a minute, and then two amazing people that I've met through my job, um, you know, they came by, and they're like, oh, hey, you know, and, 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 I mean, they're giving me hugs, and that makes me feel really, you know, that right there, it's like, okay. And while we're standing there, and I'm just telling them, like, oh, yeah, this person just, you know, and then this lady walks by, and she's like, oh, hey, you're doing a fantastic job, this is so wonderful, and I'm like, that's why I do it
0: it's and it's so easy to to to, the noise and like the negativity or whatever but it's like there's way more good going on inside of like our gym and inside (laughs) and and, in stuff that we're involved with and there is bad yeah there's bad and it's hard not to focus on it. And yeah. it's easy to let it ruin your mental it health.
1: Is. It really is. Uh,
0: but that's been like, I, that's one thing I want to, I've just been commenting about more and more about people. And I think maybe I just like think about it more because I like have a career sort of job now. And like yeah. I have job these. Job, Yeah. I have, even though it's like, I have these weird pressures yeah. that I never had before. And it's, it's very, I don't, I don't know it's interesting oh, it is you know it is. you work there
1: it is yes yes i did someday maybe i'll be back that's my retirement plan to teach
0: yeah you know i'm i'm gonna keep i'm gonna work there as long as i can really but yeah. like honestly talking with uh like reader and Neil harrington and others that are like they only have master's degrees yeah, and I'm like, you guys are tenured professors. I know, like that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, honestly, if I get a lot of teaching experience, and get, getting a PhD is not completely out of my sure. wheelhouse. Of I would love to do that. I almost mm-hmm. wish I would have done it, but it just I'm not just now to the point where I'm like, man, I really like to get a PhD. Yeah. For the first time, I mean, I've been thinking this for about a year, but getting my master's and all that, I just I could not keep going
1: no way and so i always tell myself because that's not out of the realm of possibility for me either and part of it i mean when i got my master's i was like i'm just doing this for fun i mean i really was just doing it to learn i didn't think i was ever going to use it because i had a full-time job at the time and i had no reason to think I wasn't um but i um i call it the the dr neil plan miss that woman um but you know she was what like 60 when she got her phd
0: she tried to convince me to go to University of Hawaii.
1: I mean, it's never too late. It's never too it's late. It's not, yeah. And she was happy, and she did what she loved. And, you know, I mean, yeah. So it's I'm like, yeah, I still have a few years before.
0: <laughs> we do. We we have time. And it's not a race. And you, I feel like you have to do things, and you're ready to do them. And that's just been kind of like what I'm telling myself right now. It's and like,
1: I feel like whenever, you know, what, there were quite a few years between when I got my undergrad and I got my master's and I feel like I approached my master's with a whole different mindset and a whole different set of experiences and I just brought more to the you know I, it was such a richer experience for me like I learned so much yeah and I don't know that I would have taken away as much as I did if I had been, like, you know, a 20-year-old kid or whatever. Oh, and timing is... Yeah.
0: That's why Dr. Claire was blowing my mind yesterday, because she or I guess yesterday, the day before, whenever we talked. Yeah. Just, like, her trajectory mm-hmm. of, like, the schools she went to, yeah. getting her PhD, getting married along the way, having two yeah. kids. I was just, like, it blew my mind. Like, that, that that was your whole story and David's whole story. and Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you know what's really funny? If you talk to her... Um, I remember, so, when I was getting my master's, they did, like, a symposium thing, you know, where you could submit a paper and read it or whatever, and I remember I got chosen, and so I got to do that, and I remember saying to her something like, oh, man, someday when I don't get nervous or something, and she's like, you always do, and I'm like, wait a minute, you? Badass Claire? You get nervous? Like, she's like, yeah.
0: Everybody suffers from, like, an imposter syndrome. You know, like, oh, I can't be on the podcast because I don't have anything to say. Yeah. Or oh, I can't be this professor because I just got my PhD. Like, I notice that, like, everybody that does everything, like, I feel like that, I feel that way with this podcast. I'm like, I'm, I, why am I podcasting? Because I want to. But some people will, like, they would never do, like, they'll never be a stand up comedian. I'll never stop, start, blow, start blowing glass or whatever. Yeah. Because they don't feel like, even though they would probably be successful, they, they're like, I'm not that's not me
1: but yeah but everybody everybody i mean there are so many things in my life that i have had to get like a little nudged at this job you know i was like yeah i don't know i'm just gonna you know and chris was Cora like,
0: had to fill out my application yeah like she's like yeah you need yeah. to go pay off your student loans let's go
1: Come yeah on. <laughs> <laughs> like you need he's like do it you need to do it and now i mean i you know one of our board members he's like it's like you were made for this like
0: Timing. Yeah. Timing is everything. You just got into it at the right time.
1: It really is. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'll, we will definitely have to have you back on, yeah, Thank you so much for taking the time. Because I, I know you have
1: yeah.
0: children and Chris, and it's I
1: need to get awesome out of the house balancing
0: that. Yeah, that's what Chris Kristen yesterday was like. Uh, I was like, "Hey, would you be interested to come on my podcast? Like, when would be some good days and time?" She's like, "What about today?" I was <laughs> like, "Impromptu podcast, let's do it." Yep yep, so, yep, 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 yep. All right. Well, we're signing off. Right. Thanks again.
1: All right. All right. What right, what'd you think? Mm. Was everything you hoped for?